Welcome to the 40K Lorecast. Welcome to the 40K Lorecast with me, John Barsati, and Brad Chester. This guy. All right. 13 episodes in, Brad, and now we're moving into what we call the freeform version of this, where we're going to be bouncing around a little bit. Are we now going to do 13th Crusades for the next 25 years? Please, no. Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> what? It worked for Abaddon. <laughs> it did work for Abaddon. Actually, no, it didn't. It hasn't succeeded at one of them. He just... He did. Now he has. Eh. Kind of. Eh. He blew up Cadia. Again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Katie getting blown up. So that's definitely one of the uh, the, the crutches of, of GW. But on today's episode, we're going to kind of start setting up some future stuff. We just don't want to have to do a bunch of spoiler episodes. So today is going to be post-Horus Heresy, The Scouring, is what it's known as. I like to call it revenge. I mean... A bunch of stuff that we're not allowed to say on this because it's yeah. hate effing. Yeah. Oh, this, this this got ugly. So for those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, Horus, after he dies, the forces of chaos, the traitor legions, basically break up immediately. Well, they were. Let's set Begu back. Yeah. Let's rewind this because what happened is Horus was already having trouble keeping chaos together. Weirdly yeah. enough, keeping Weird. chaos together it was hard. So <laughs> wrangling cats didn't seem to be the best thing. But he was doing it by the power of personality. He was the most powerful besides the Emperor personality. Maybe besides the Emperor, to be honest with you, because yeah. that was his jam, is just Horus was a good talker. Yeah, to be honest, I think people liked Horus more than they liked the Emperor. Yeah. Just, it's just the Emperor, like... It was just more powerful. Well, yeah, the, you, when you were in the Emperor's presence, you you felt fealty to him, whereas Horus True. kind of... You he tricked you into that, because yeah. the Emperor's a cheater. So, but the thing is, is that Horus was already having issues because the more that they fell into the into chaos and were powered by chaos obviously the more influence chaos has and if you're looking to get a nice regimented structured thing going on powering it through chaos is not the best way so it was already fracturing and so when you take away the figurehead which is literally how all chaos since then and forever is led by powerful personalities when you took away that power of personality something that was already hanging by strings it didn't just fracture it exploded yeah. i mean we, we already covered it in the during the horse heresy that the emperor's children had already run off to just go do emperor's children stuff iron warriors bailed angron yeah i mean all these guys even even, even the death card they, they were they were all already falling <laughs> apart horus por- goes and they all fall apart the problem for chaos this one is the other side was very singular in oh, purpose. They, they were not. <laughs> they were also not done. Yeah. Chaos said, hey, guys, I'm pretty tired now. I'm about to go home. And they were like, we're not done at all. We're not done at all. I didn't hear no bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and more importantly, Ultramarines just showed up at the end of the party and went, well. well. And did you also have, which we will get into our next episode, you have an angry lion with dudes that are already mad, and he's been setting shit on fire. Yeah. If you met Chaos in passing on the expressway, the lion's like, we should probably burn that down. We've got the situation of, you're right, the white scars, the Raven Girls haven't recovered. Blay Angels have lost their Primarch. 
they're all struggling, but you just got full force Ultramarines, full force Dark Angels, well, and full, actually full force, yeah, quote unquote, yes, and a good chunk of what's left of the Space Wolves all just showed up, and they missed the party and decided. Oh. And well, <laughs> to make their own. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know who's more angry about it, Lehman Russ or the Lion. Yeah. Like both of those guys are bent and they also kind of got tricked by Horace, which is making them even more, even angry. more bent. <laughs> oh, we got duped and I'm on the other side of the galaxy. I'm going to ruin this guy. Also, he's dead. Can we revive him so I could kill him again? Okay, I'll just murder everyone he knows. Yeah, and an important piece here is that the last thing the Emperor said before being entombed was, you have to destroy chaos. Well, let's talk about that. Sort because of. What, yeah. what I'm saying, what he wanted is a free imperial. Again, he, the Emperor, while being a terrible oh, yeah. English dad, has a vision of no chaos taint, a free world that is not infringed by chaos, and that's what he's going to. And his sons went, oh, so should we should go on a genocidal yeah. lunatic well, rampage? To be to be perfectly fair here, his words were were that's what he said. Hey, we should remove the, the taint of chaos. We, I don't want chaos around. Let's get rid of them. But he said it to warriors who were going to take that one way and one way only of oh, go kill all the guys who were on chaos. On my way, Dad. And they took that. <laughs> literally yeah. just went oh so we should kill who? all of the chaos yes like and what is chaos what is chaos this is also the beginning of the imperium turning to shit to be perfectly honest yeah we're going to do an entire episode in the yeah. not too distant future on the inquisition and its its origins so but like they had a very broad definition of who is chaos I would even say they didn't know who was chaos. I would say it wasn't even broad definition. I would argue they didn't know who they, was They chaos. were kind of like thinking witch trials. Hey, if yeah. you sink, you're innocent. If you yeah. float, you're... We're going for... Yeah. Anyone who doesn't make eye contact, we're shooting. And, yeah. if they, and if they don't like their eye contact, I'm also yeah. shooting them. We're like, mm, I don't yeah. really... Like, I'm, not, I'm not cool with those color of eyes either. So it, it was a big deal. And they, they effectively all meet. They meet at Terra. Mm -hmm. They... You know, do the Thundercats go, put the hands in, and they go buck wild, and they have a, they have new Great Crusade energy. Yeah. I, right. So I think what we should discuss is the situation that they've come in. So again, the Emperor's talking about, and this is really, this is important foreshadowing for what ends up happening to the Imperium. Terra just got bombed to oblivion. We're our... It wasn't just Terra, though. You got to figure that the the Imperium is shredded. You're you don't really know who's cast and who's yep. not, and also it's a galaxy literally at war, yeah, and, and that's not even in, yeah. that's not even talking about outside at war, and not and not like at war like we've declared war and you want me to come get you. It's on fire and burning. The numbers that I that I was able to find were over three trillion are dead, at least, probably more than that. And I only think it's I think they listed at three trillion because I don't think GW knew the, the number above that. Well, so there's also three trillion, but that's they're talking about the fighting forces. Yeah, and then the we're civilians. Where civilians are, uh, there's no number. Yeah, it, it, they're gone. The issue that survivors have is well, what is to what we're discussing? What is chaos? I mean, obviously, we know the traitor legions. What do we do about Mars? Which is effectively 50-50 right now. Yeah. We've got an Imperial Navy. That, like, every, <laughs> every single element 
that exists within the within the Imperium is X percent is chaos, and we don't know which ones. You have a world that went dark. Did that world go dark because it turned to chaos? Did that world go dark because chaos attacked it? Did that world go dark because all their astropaths got shot? We don't know. Well, one of the biggest things on that is you do have to ask yourself, I think that they almost gave Mars a half pass. Yeah. Be because of the fact that they went, well, we think that some of you guys might be chaos, and a lot of you guys did some sketchy things, but also kind of, hey, we're at the end of World War II. You guys are bad guys, but also I'd like you to run half of our stuff. Let's just be honest. How do you tell the difference between Mechanicum and Dark Mechanicum? Oh. If you look at because the well, guy just tells you he's not. That's well, it. that's the thing. By actions, it's like, hey, this guy just cut a guy's arms off and put robotic arms on him. Oh, he's totally Dark Mechanicum. No, he's actually regular Ad Mac. That's that, just that's, that's just, Ted. That's yeah, Ted. <laughs> Ted's Ted loves him. He's got an Emperor tattoo. Like. Yeah, <laughs> and the biggest thing is, like I said, that they literally treated like World War II scientists. You're like, well, you were on the wrong side, but now you're on the good side, and uh. Also, we really need you guys to make stuff so that we can go get the yeah. the bad guys. Quotation marks. Kelbor Hall is dead. That guy's that guy's gone. The yeah. Rest of them. <laughs> Somebody has to be made an example yeah. of. Someone's someone's getting. I'm the sure hall. there's some other bad guys, and I know that you guys are all good guys now. And they're like, oh yeah, please just leave us alone. We're definitely good guys. Another problem you have is chaos is now everywhere. We went from, and in. Seven, eight, in seven years, we went from there was no chaos, or there, there was chaos, but no one really knew about chaos. It to was now, so it's popping all over. Well, the place. it's also there's cults, and the thing mm -hmm. is, is that all there is just remember, they Horace did a great job mm -hmm. of propaganda misinformation. This is all the Imperium's fault. So you have these cults that took place because, guys, your terrible suffering is for sure the Imperium's fault. Yep. And your life sucks, and we'll get into this because it got suckier. Oh, yeah. Be but that's all you know, so like, well, now you 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 didn't mean to, but you just joined a cultist squad, you know? And now they're, the and I, we we covered this on the Eldar episode about, you know, the birth of Slanesh. Once Chaos Gods are getting a taste of the depravity that the Eldar put forth, they got empowered. Well, as we just said here, at least Three trillion, no, way more than that, are dead, and they they didn't die of old age. You know, they they died in ways that feed Nurgle, feed Zinch, feed Slanesh, and, and and feed Corn. Yep. So all those gods are more powerful. They've now also been breaching the Materium from the Immaterium in their in, in taking over the Traitor Legions. So chaos is also just popping up everywhere. So it's not. It, and the Imperium doesn't know this. The problem is, as they but they're going to go out and, and wage their crusade back, they have no well, idea still, they that did. a world they'll pass over that's totally cool in two years might be pure chaos. Well, they they also kind of, and it depends on the Legion, and it mm -hmm. also depends on what lore you look into. Some of the the Legions still kind of thought the chaos was just something that their fallen brothers found and utilized. Yeah, and that was it. They didn't realize that this thing is insidious tendrils everywhere now. You open the Pandora's box and you're not getting it back in. It's yeah. it's just everywhere. Well, and that's why I like this idea of a, of a world that you look at today. It's like, oh, they're good. They're totally fine. 
and so you move on because remember we still have to move linearly the, these guys are have to need to come out of the galaxy and start moving in a straight-ish path away as you go you're going to check on a world and the world's totally cool and you're going to move forward and it's going to fall to chaos and you don't realize it's falling to chaos so i have to double back and do all this stuff so this what they're about to step into really does set the stage for the Inquisition, sisters, all this stuff that are coming well, because down the you pipe. kept getting bit, you literally bit in the ass because yeah. a, a world would fall to chaos when you're ten systems away, and that was the the logistics. Yeah, system. the place all you it was shipping you all your food. Actually, it was the hub for all your food. Now is Nurgle, which means and then the you have to go back, right. and that's happened multiple times now. And now you don't even have that. Not only did you not, you were you not even able to recapture it. Now you eliminated that, and now you don't. You need another one. So now they kept going, well, if we would have done this right the first time, and you would have just accepted acceptable losses of yeah. everyone. Of, so this is – I want to cover this way because one thing I didn't like when I kind of do some research into the scouring, as we call this, is we refer to scouring as a period of time. The scouring has never ended. In my, as far as I'm concerned, the, the scouring began when Horus died, and we are in the 41st millennia now, and it's still going on. This is the scouring. To they me made is it more just of a what, secret, though, yeah. because they still pretend that chaos people don't know about chaos. The average Imperium citizen still does not know exactly. chaos exists. But what, I was, what I'm talking about is that when you look at it from an Imperial history standpoint, they refer to it at this period of the scouring. And my oh point, no, this is forever. This you're, is forever. you're 100 percent. This is this is just what we do now. We just we just renamed it a few different times. So the reason I bring that up is that what we're going to cover today is kind of the earlier part of the scouring. Where I said this doesn't end. There was the the, well, the plan was to wipe out chaos. Uh, if you've played the game, you're aware that they didn't. <laughs> well, it, one, one of my favorite parts of this is Bobby G comes up with amazing plans mm -hmm. and nobody pays attention to them. No, they all agree. Everybody high fives Bobby G and says, you're right. This is a great plan. And then they go YOLO swag. Yeah, I'm not. Whatever. They go, hey, I'm going to make a bunch of 12 inch charges. Let's do this. Well, and that's so let's go into kind of that exact piece. They all get to Terra. As you said, they have their discussion, and everyone agrees. Well, the Emperor said wipe out chaos. Let's go wipe out chaos. Bobby G offers up a plan. No, he well, it's not like he gives a plan. He it's not like he has a manifesto PowerPoint. <laughs> he was writing the whole oh yeah, this is this is good job. He's yeah. got everything. This is how it's gonna go. This is the perfect way. This is how we stamp out chaos. And everyone goes, We hundred percent agree. And then they leave, and he goes, But that wasn't part of the plan. And he goes, no one's following this plan. Yeah, because they all were, because especially the Lion and Lehman. Yeah. Had very strong opinions of what they were going to do next. Oh, yeah. And Bobby G's presentation, five stars. Good job, oh, man. Oh, 100%. Totally it, agree. It, it also you should do would that. have made a wildly better Imperium. Yeah. Because his was a conquer, rebuild, yeah. refocus, basically re-educate the populace and move on. And Lehman made, and the Lion, Lehman and the lion basically went... I'm down for vengeance. Yeah, I need to go hit somebody now. Well, what, what happens when you're done hitting them? I'm going to find someone else to hit. Well, what happens then? See part one. They're like, what about that rebuilding <laughs> effort? I don't. I forgot about that. Yeah, That's I don't. Just, th th someone will do that. Yeah. You're like, I'm pretty sure it's just going to make more chaos happen. You're like, nah, it'll probably work itself out. You're like, I'll, I'll, I'll punch that but, chaos. But by the way, foreshadowing did not. Did not. Yeah. Did did, did not. Work Weirdly enough, all. if you beat the crap out of somebody and you leave, they're not super cool with that. <laughs> The other problem, though, with this is chaos, and 
we're gonna get to how fast they did this, did have a place to flee that made this whole process effectively impossible, which was the Eye of Terror exists. Yeah, but they so all took- So you could just go the, into the Eye of Terror. They took the most odd routes though. Oh, they did, but what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is that this whole plan of like, I'm gonna go hunt them down and kill them all. It's like, well, then you're gonna have to go into the place if there's an infinite number of them. It's not really gonna work. And also the laws of physics don't actually- Yeah, exactly. Like, like this doesn't make any sense. Like you're not orcs, you can't make this happen. And some of them- The orcs could have wiped out chaos. I will say that. And I'm saying that as an orc player and that I know I'm right. The orcs could have, through power of belief- Just made I, it they, happen. They could have just said, I'm gonna kill Corn," and then Corn would appear in front of a war boss. The war boss would kill Corn, and Corn would stop to exist because the, that's just how the orcs function. They have no idea why. It yeah, no does. one knows how it happened. But if you have grot well, stats- let, Let's talk about some of the things that happened. Because a couple of the legions, one, Emperor's children have been retconned about 22 times by what they did. The, after they went yeah. to the, the, after they went to Gap and rounded up the employees yeah. and took them to the Eye of Terror, but they kind of just went to different places and did raids, Dark Elder style almost, yeah. and just kind of made their way and didn't get into a ton of skirmishes. Their legions fairly intact comparatively. What I think that that's also because of their Slanesh. Slanesh is not really... Is, Slanesh is not, and I'm going to get shit from demon players here, but Slanesh is not a, a combat god. Slanesh is, it only, really seems to only love overwhelming odds in her favor. It's success. And that's, it's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all success. So it's not this, it's the opposite of a corn or an orc, you know, where they actually are trying to really take on the biggest best. battle. Yeah, I'm going to show you. Biggest they're and just, the baddest. Yeah, they're more than happy to raid the planet of all farmers and just take the farmers back to Tortureville and have yeah. fun in Tortureville. And so they, they get back to the Itera semi-quickly. I mean, mm -hmm. when we say semi-quickly, the Itera is, again, far yeah. away. Yeah. Again, it's it's a galaxy. It's in the, it, was, it, was in the, it was in the dead center of the Eldar galaxy. Right. In the, which, Eldar, in the Eldar Empire was so far away from humanity that they didn't think that humanity, even though they were taking literally millions of planets, was worth bothering with because right. it was far away. Exactly. That's how far they were away. So they go away. The Iron Warriors make a bunch of weird stands for kind of no reason. Yeah, they just well, it seemed like they just wanted to build forts, which we've already established they're not as good at as, as other as other. Yeah, legions. but they, 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 none of their stands make any sense. I'm sorry, but like most of the reason they made a stand is because someone wanted to write a story about another chapter. I, I'm sorry, but guys, <laughs> no, that's just, yeah. that is like, it's, sorry, Iron Warriors, but they, they literally just use them as the foil to tell a story about how cool X chapter was in winning a story, uh, a battle against Iron Warriors who were just stopping at random places. They're like, hey, we got to stop here. Why? Uh, because we got to lose later to yeah. so-and-so chapter. Why? Says here in the script that's yeah. we're I'm just following the script. Yeah. What's the script? It's not important. Yeah, yeah. You're like we're basically WWE wrestlers, but I don't know this. What chaos? What legion? Sorry, which, which chaos god or iron warriors attached? To? They're not. Okay, they, they're undivided. They are kind of undivided. Okay, that's what, I, that's what I thought. Because they never. He finally. He wasn't even a demon prince for like a forever. Yeah. That okay. he's just they. Because again, he just was full of furious anger to go screw your Rogel Dorn. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean. So you've got that. You've got the um, the Night Lords, who were pointless in this entire thing in the first place, by yeah. the way. Sorry. Conrad Cruz, by the way, read his. Conrad Cruz is incredibly important in the whole Horus heresy and even in the scouring. Yeah, well, he literally 
breaks the triumvirate of yeah. the Sanguinis, yeah. Bobby G, and, and the Lion. He's fantastic. His legion is useless. Yeah, he's do nothing. He's a genius slash idiot. Yeah. I mean, he just comes up with he because he's crazy. He sees the future, but he's also insane. So he does all this crazy shit. But his legion just, while they also led several people on a wild goose chase for a while, including the Dark Angels, but like he he literally just ran around and harassed people, and they went, you know, we were doing this before, let's just do it again. So they take the most leisurely way back to the Eye of Terror and just make life miserable for billions, yes. maybe trillions Random of Random people where they just decide. Oh. That's, it's actually funny because they turn into the Drukhari just like the, the Emperor's children turned. I mean, a lot of them just become, a, become the Drukhari. Well, they, they just become, well, they become the Fallen. They become, the, they become not, well, not Fallen and Dark Age, but yeah. the Fallen as in the Fallen Eldar. Yeah. They 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 went in falling to chaos. They followed the same script yeah. that the Eldar did. They just did it way faster because humans don't live as long. We need to speed yeah. this shit let's, up. Let's juice this. Sk yeah. Skip to the back, you know, like skip. Uh, let's just turn to the back of the book and just see what the yeah. last couple pages are. That's pretty much what humanity did with the fall to chaos. Like, let's just move, speed this up. Let's just go to the last chapter. Let's, we got this. Alpha Legion two. We don't really discuss too much because they're just they're so well oh my god you can't and that's a lot you mean that, that, that's actually probably more retconned even than night Lords. you mean the first primarch found but actually the last primarch acknowledged and even the heresy and it's like which 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 one which brother is actually the one that mm -hmm. died which is the one and people are gonna yell at me because this has been kind of already put out now as fully uh yeah. canon but whatever yeah but for people for people who aren't who are newer to the game, yeah, after then, that there are some of these stories they held. Alpha Legion has been all over the map. Oh, it's been retconned like a million times. Yeah. It's, you don't know. And one of the biggest things is, did they fall to chaos? Did they not fall to chaos? Or at least the the brothers. Yeah. Because I mean, the, uh, the Alpha Legion, oh, sorry, but for people, Alpha Legion is a dual Primarch. Mm -hmm. It is a twin, identical twin brother. That no one knows. That's Correct. the whole thing. The only the emperor, I think, is aware that there are two of them. Even the other primarchs. They would keep, and they would keep literally uh, taking each other's yeah. place. Even the other primarchs didn't realize there were two Well, they would them. take turns. Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. should have taken turns. Like, and Brad and I have discussed it in the back, in the past. It is humorous. These are seven-foot-tall, 450-pound monstrosities who are hiding behind a curtain. Who was also No. Alpharius <laughs> appa was apparently on Terra. For a long time, yeah, just like pretending around. that he was one of one of the other guys, and you're like, "Hey, man, one of these dudes is like two feet taller than everybody yeah, else." Just, it, for the record, if you've watched The Princess Bride and seen Andre the Giant, he's bigger than regular people than Andre the Giant yeah. was to everyone in that movie. Nothing to see here, guys. Yeah. Just in line with everybody yeah, else. Just what? Like no one, no one noticed that guy. No one knows that. He's blending in perfectly. remarkably handsome too. Yeah, like, it's, just like, it's not even. Those guys are all otherworldly handsome. Yeah, like yeah. it's when you look at a primate, you're like, whoa, what's going on? Because I made the comment, Andre the Giant. What a primate. He doesn't look like Andre no. the Giant. This is seven foot tall Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> and they're actually slightly tall. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's seven and a half foot tall. Chris Hemsworth just got a water. I'm thinking of the uh, what's the what's the meme? Uh, hello, other kids with uh, the skateboard. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Steve, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> like, hey, other other Earthlings. Yeah. Like, which just, is pretty much what they're doing on that. Yeah. So, but uh, 
Side note, but effectively, yes, yeah, so Alpha Legion does also run back to the Eye of Terra. Mortarian gets there fairly quickly, it looks like. Well, Mortarian, remember, he got trashed yeah, at Terra, so he got reborn into the Terra. And this has been retconned right, multiple right. times, too. They used to have it D&D style, where if you got <laughs> killed, you had to spend X amount of years before you could oh, come back. Yeah. But then that got retcon, and then... Now, in uh, current lore, Angron can insta-come back if you have enough fighting going on. Which I actually like because it's, if the power of Korn is, you know, if you have enough... He'll just keep bringing back. Yeah, he'll just keep coming back. But otherwise, you know, if the fighting's less, he can't come back. So, but like, we went back and forth about this. At the time, uh, Mortarian couldn't come back into the real world for X amount of time. Yeah, he was in timeout. That's fine. Yeah. He, he, he was in timeout. For so that's bit. why they went back. Same with Angron. In, the loyalists just go buck wild. Yeah. Now, that being said, we actually should caveat that. Mortarian has died. Mortarian has been sent back to the Eye of Terry. He's been reborn there. There still were a bunch of Death Guard, though, spread both on the planet and throughout the systems who did not teleport with him back well, to the they, they get, yeah. to, to be fair to be fair let's talk about the fact that he kind of just had the death guard that came with him yeah over there because the death guard that tried to flee terra didn't do great they didn't get very far <laughs> no they got they're in a lot of stories <laughs> of <laughs> you know what the stories are they're not death guard stories yeah they are space wolves, <laughs> yeah. dark no, angels, ultra read stories about, about the, uh, the traitor legions during this kind of early yeah. part of the scouring. And all, all the, the great stories are, and this is the cool story about character A mm-hmm. obliterating Death Guard or somebody else. One guy though who did flee pretty quickly back to the Eye of Terror is a bad. One. Oh, he Just, took his ball and went home. Yeah. But also. Be- he did go buck wild because he grabbed Horace's body, yeah. took his talon, and just went, I'm out. I'm out. And the vengeful spirit, it just went, later, guys. Yeah, full and, speed that way. Yeah, he was... I do love... If you don't like Abaddon, I'm sorry. And we'll continue to say which is the better pronunciation, but I've heard it both ways in audiobooks. It's hard. It's, it is spelled Abaddon. It's just easier to say about him. That's it's, it's still my favorite is the fact that his name is Abaddon the Destroyer and his name translates into the Destroyer. So he is the Destroyer of the Destroyer. Well, but yeah, anytime it comes to pronunciation, because we're in America, I'm going to, it's a fun one. <laughs> Pronounce K A N S A S. No. It's Kansas. <laughs> Pronounce A R K A N S A S. It should be Arkansas, but we pronounce it Arkansas. I can't fix this thing. Deal with it. But that's where we are. With also, that. we have a war against yous. Screw you, England. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the big things here is, well, let's just go back to what we were saying. It, the Imperial, we rally. The, we, I say we, I guess the, the Imperium, humanity. Well, I think we'd both like this since we couldn't be Eldar orcs. would like to be on the team Imperium. Not, not yeah, I mean, chaos. nothing good happens to team chaos. Yeah. The like the... It, well, weird that when you subscribe to chaos, in the end, you also get tricked by chaos and something bad happens to you every time. Weird. Yeah. yeah. You, you you scroll back to the end of the book again and it's always bad. But 
the, the thing is, is that this didn't happen. This wasn't a two day. This isn't a weekend. Oh, this this isn't a long years. weekend. What's years? Yeah, and I, think, years. I think it was decades. Yeah. Before they got before they got the Iron Warriors all the way. Oh, out. they they were chasing all these people, and you've got psychos like Conrad Cruz, which were just he thought it was funny, so he was Roadrunner. He was. He also got caught twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, still kept escaping. Right. So, like, it just, this is going on, and to be fair, again, things are getting shittier because, well, remember a shitty time in human history, real human history, called the Inquisition, when we used the fear of the populace to give some people power to do some, wow, bad shit. Horrible stuff. Well, Sometimes you can get VPCs to do that and then that's ramp actually, it up for 10,000 years. That's a really good segue into something I wanted to talk about. So we discussed earlier, Gilliman sits there and says, hey, guys, I got a plan. And everyone says, hey, that's a great plan. And then they don't listen to a word of it. But he bail. Yeah, because, but no, that's a big deal because of the fact that Bobby G, and by the way, he's alive for a long time after this. Yeah. He doesn't get jacked for a while. Yeah. And Spoiler he, alert. Well, he but he uh he doesn't get jacked for a while and he comes up with legitimately bobby g is the most boring and the most awesome primary out there yeah he's got a lot of plot armor but he comes up with a literal this is how we achieve the goal of our father an enlightened imperium this is how we take back this is how we rebuild from the we're at our lowest point let's bring us back and we do none of that and eventually he gets hurt and put in stasis. Well, I want to talk about why we didn't do that. And this is just my theory. But my theory reading the lore is he has this great plan. And Lehman, the lion, I mean, everyone agrees with it. Those are your two big ones at this from a power standpoint. You know, I'll be sanguineous isn't around anymore to talk about it. But the, the, which is the, who used to be the voice of reason. Exactly. So Bobby G would give what we Well, the thing about what used yeah. to happen is. Bobby G would give his plan. It would always be a great plan because mm-hmm. he's Bobby G. Everyone else would tell him to go pound sand. Sanguinis would tell them we should at least do most of his plan. And everybody else would go, all right. Yeah, we like you. We'll listen. Yeah. But the problem he has right now is that Lehman is having none of it. And is, he's already gone. I mean, basically, no, Bobby he's finishes, lost his shit. He, Bobby finishes a speech and Lehman goes, great idea. And his grand I mean, it, this went about as well as when he put out the Codex of Studies yeah. <laughs> and went, we're going to break all your legions apart. Oh, and he, that. Yeah. And he basically sent a picture of his junk yeah. <laughs> and was like, I'm not uh, doing it. Yeah. So, so is this a no, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but then the lion's in the same boat, though. The lion's equally just gone off planet. So the problem Bobby G well, has is the lion goes full vein. We're right. going to talk about this in the next episode. But the lion goes to the basis of what it is to be a dark angel, yeah. which is vengeance. Kill. It is oh. kill. Pure kill. But what I was getting at is that the problem for Gilliman is that he's got this great plan, but all the people he needs to line up and support it, they're not just not supporting it. They're just gone. Well, they're also kind of doing the opposite. Because remember, his plan is to take, rebuild, re-educate, right. move on. And his brothers went, cool. Remember that whole take? Do the take thing. Where, where they didn't even do the take thing. They just <laughs> burn it down. They're like, I can't take it anymore. Why? It's not there. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. That's what you wanted, that, right? That's a huge deal with this is he's trying to do this. And to be, to be perfectly honest about it, 
he does pretty well with what he does. His plan works in his tiny little bubble what the Ultramarines can do because the Ultramarines are currently wildly the biggest Legion. Yeah. It's not even it, yeah, it's close. Yeah, it's there. It's there. There's the Ultramarines and then you jump off a cliff and then the numbers. And what I'm, and I'm, what I'm talking about is the, the assets, the number of yeah. Marines, the number of Imperial Guard, the, the number of ships, the number of worlds. Yes, other than the world's all logistics. Everything. The problem that he has, though, right now, and we're going to dive into this in, in, in a minute, but understand that Bobby G has put together a pretty intricate plan about here's how we're going to expand out, basically almost redoing the Great Crusade in, in a lot of ways. We're going to, we're yeah. going to take, because this work, we're going, to, we're going to effectively do it again with some important caveats we'll get to in a minute. Well, to be honest, some of it's trash. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby yeah. G. But, like, his overall plan is actually just better than the original Crusade. It is. The problem he because has, it's though, informed. is that he's trying to, is that he's, as he expands out and gets there, the Dark Angels and the Space Wolves got there first and just lit the planet or the system on fire and, and are gone. So he's coming in and people are looking around going like, hey, what the hell just came through here? And he's like, sorry about that. By the way, you're still part of the Imperium. Can you, can you go back to making hubcaps? You, you should probably trust me. They're like... A guy just murdered everyone the I knew. A guy who looked an awful lot like you and your legion just killed everyone here. Yeah, everyone yeah. I've ever met except for that guy is dead. So, um, yeah, it, man. It also um, makes it really hard for any of you who work in any, any sort of job that requires logistics is imagine if half the ships you're relying on for logistics just got blown up in, in a day. Well, you don't imagine you're, how, yeah. you're, you're at Ford and you're like, hey, we got to make X amount of cars. This dude says we have to complete this many cars. Yeah, man. Three quarters of the workforce got killed yesterday. Yeah, cool. They said they still need that many cars. You're like, yeah, man, like we can't we're, do that. We're not make I, that I'm not man. saying that they're late. I'm saying everyone died. Everyone's yeah. dead. We don't have an option B here. So the whole, the, this is the next thing we're going to step into here. This is the, Bobby G tried to fix this. I really do believe he did. He tried to fix this and. And he might have, but he. But everyone saw blood. And so the issue you have is in them all seeing blood led to a very natural next step in my mind, which is the Inquisition. And the we're going to do a whole episode of these guys. And the Inquisition was awful. But. And, and sorry, Malkador, you did a bunch of cool stuff. He originally, it was supposed to be, it was never supposed to be good, be honest with you, because he kind of created the KGB originally. Yeah. Like he, he effectively created Thought Police yeah. because he was trying to, root out chaos wherever it is but it became a widespread eventually galaxy spread movement and gigantic arm of the imperium its own arm it was no longer the secret police it was the wow this is a gargantuan branch of we smell corruption everywhere and then you got people that we won't. We'll get into this. Now. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do episodes on the Inquisition. But for so everyone kind of can follow along, what, what's going on is we've got a problem of that no one really knows who the bad guys are. As Brad has said, and I've said numerous times, the regular member of the Imperium doesn't know that chaos exists. What they kind of understand has happened is there's been a bunch of pretty large scale revolutions happening all over the place. And we have to do something about it. 
behind the scenes, the people in charge are very well aware of what's really going on, which is an, inf an infection. But then they have to get soldiers. Just, so this becomes the issue with, with the secret. The Inquisition is, is formed by Malkador to hunt out chaos, which no one can know exists. But in order to hunt out chaos, they have to get citizenry to go and hunt out chaos. But they can't tell them that chaos exists. So that like level of disconnect basically translates to, hey, person X, you are in charge of hunting down problematic civilians. What's a problematic civilian look like? Whatever I tell you this. Yeah, uh, figure and, that out and good And luck. also, you, you can edit this out later, but the Lords of Terra, since the beginning, yeah. have been a tornado of dicks. Oh, no, the, the, the Lords of Terra are probably one of the biggest problems we're going to here because they are well, they, just... they weaponize. They, they use it to basically go, hey, you don't agree with me? Eh, you're, you're probably chaos. Let's just send some guys to kill everybody that supports you. And that's exactly what's happened with the, with, with the whole scouring. The scouring period should have been fairly short. It should have been... They go out. The worlds that had aligned with Horus were eliminated. the The worlds that weren't that weren't with Horus were reinforced. This is how it should have gone. But instead, it became really the revenge is a better way of looking at it. And people were just looking to not only get back. In the case of like the Space Wolves and the, and the Dark Angels, they were trying to to what to go kill off everyone who caused them any problems. But behind the scenes, you also had people who used this period. For self, it's one hundred percent. They just give it. They 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 consolidated their own power, and anyone that went against them, they went. Well, that obviously is a heretic, and they would just have all. They didn't just have them killed. They just had all of the. Their, I mean, it's way worse than that because it, they would go, "Hey, this system supports you. This system's obviously heretical," and then you would have inquisitorial forces show up. And when I say inquisitorial forces show up, it's not like three dudes with their comrades no they took an imperial navy fleet with them blew the up. and blew the planet up yeah. and all of a sudden you don't have any supporters there. you're like i'm probably gonna win the election i thought i was gonna win by i was gonna lose by four billion votes but uh i just blew those up yeah i, I blew up six billion votes problem solved yeah so so now, so now <laughs> it looks like the polls have me winning <laughs> so one what the one good thing that in my in my opinion and space wolf players will disagree with me on this one that comes out of I disagree process, so much right now. Yeah. Is because I can read the screen. <laughs> yeah, Brad can see the notes before we we're talking about this. Gilliman does at this point though pull off the second founding of the space. Boo. Right. I actually like this. And the reason I like this is when you look at the problem that happened with the Horus Heresy, the biggest issue were the legions were too big and they could be they were too easily corrupted. So what Gilliman decides the best way to do this is we're going to split these, these legions down into smaller fighting forces, and you'll still be under the great... Uh, I get it, but he makes it so it's... G-Man made a bunch of great decisions. Mm -hmm. He had a great plan. This part of the plan, I'm sorry, I think it sucks. Because he became, and he's always become, always been, not become, the king of bureaucracy. Oh, he added so much bureaucracy. He added layer upon layer. Yeah. Literally, you can't get things done in the Imperium because it is there's worlds that have been just destroyed accidentally because of the fact that a form said went the wrong place and Oops. they said that they might be chaos. You're like, wasn't this file, this form filed? Oh, uh, looks like 8,000 years ago. Yeah, they might still be there. Just blow it up. Blow it up anyway. Yeah. So like you're like, 
dude, we've been literally making stuff for you. But the thing is, he breaks the can. He brings the. He he says, no one person can be in charge of this much power. So he tells them to break up the legions, which becomes the second founding, which brings breaks the space marines up into chapters. And Which it's a rigid- way that for those of you who play the game currently who are new to the game, that's just how the game is played today. Correct. That's how you have the, fu- the- sort of unless you play certain factions. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw you. Russ was real down with this idea. <laughs> yeah. That when the, and, and this was we should before we dive into it, we should point out this was optional. It was the, Gilliman did this thing, and by optional I mean. It, 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 I'm not sure if he, he wrote made a pretty impassioned first. speech about it. Yeah, it, but, it basically said that his whole thing was is that we won't have another Horus, another civil war, if no one has access to all. Because the legions right now aren't just Marines; yeah. they are an entire, an endless armada let's, of let's ships. Let's dig into that. So, so before the second founding, we'll, and we'll use the lion because. If you guys haven't figured out, our next episode is going to be Dark Angels. So let's let's start covering this now. At this stage, the Lion is not just in charge of the Space Marines, with which he shares genetic code with, effectively. He's also in charge of every member of logistics that puts the armor on them, the Navy that moves them from planet to planet. He's in charge of... He has multiple sectors or segmentums under his control. And they are all his. Yeah. It, we're talking... Solely his. No one... Yeah, exactly. In, in fact, if you want access to it, you have to get permission from, from him. him. That is... Holy crap, is that a lot of power. Yeah, he's not in charge of a system. We're not talking like, hey, you're in charge of Earth, Mars, Venus, whatnot. No, he's in charge of everything within light years of mm-hmm. Earth kind of thing. And they all are that way. And during the Horus Heresy, the reason this matters is that during the Horus Heresy... And, you know, we can debate this because they didn't really write about it very, very well. But as we'll use Emperor's Children fall to chaos, that means all the systems, every pl- every ship, every single thing under under the Emperor's Children are now on chaos. Which they had civil wars in that. But we'll- yeah, exactly. it didn't actually work that way. But Gilliman doesn't well, know. Well, it did for like Horus. Yeah, for Horus. But Gilliman doesn't know. So- Horus didn't also show up with wild wings and tentacles. So it does help not being a giant purple snake. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> it's, no, it's like, tough to negotiate. You're like, I think you might be the bad guy. Hey, I feel like you're the bad guy right now. What are you talking about with my forearms? And I, mean, I, still, I still got gray hair. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Still had gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die from that. That was good. Because it's a real thing in the model and in all the all the artwork. He, he is hair. literally a snake demon with forearms and wigs. And amazing hair, beautiful hair, just some like 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 romance romance novel. Cover it's Fabio. Hair. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Can't figure it out, but it does. That's where he is. So the issue is that so Gilliman, I think, rightly says, "Hey, um, no, like we're gonna let you be in charge but of." Also, something. he's a huge hypocrite on this though, because he does break it up and he makes a bunch of secondary chapters. And they're all directly under his command. So he brings up the Ultramarines, and they're all... Everybody else, he's he's Captain Bureaucracy. How else am I supposed to do this? He's like, look, man, uh, you guys should break your chapter. Look, I've broken my chapter up. You're like, yeah, you gave them, like, stickers with new names. It's still the same guys standing next to you. It's all the same guys, and they'll report to you, right? Yeah, but they could choose not to. 
Yeah, but they all do. <laughs> Could they choose the most loyal people? That's not important. You're like, <laughs> they have the same color, right? Like, nothing changed. But the reason I, I do want to cover this, though, for everybody following is this is when you play it. I, I, I want to talk about it. It's changed because when you play 40, 40K, this is a big piece where you have, hey, what are all these chapters that we're part of? They don't actually play that much, ironically, except for the Dark Angels. It's probably the only ones writing the chapters do matter because you do run Raven Guard or Raven Wing. You do run Death. Away. But they're not though. Those, those are those are part of it. They, yeah, but they actually they're, are they're part not. of the second founding. That breakup, they did follow as a founding. Kind of, but they just kind stay of. together. Yeah. It, thing. Versus though, I actually don't. I mean, you have like the Emperor's Spears. You have all these successor chapters, yeah. which are here's the Ultramarines, but here's the chapter with a chapter master go do your thing but it's what was already happening anyways they already that that's my problem in the fact that they just everybody did gave you face to this and just went well yeah gilliman said do this thing and they all figure out well how can i do the thing he's asking me to do but actually not change anything that's yeah. what that's that's what you end up which is pretty common i mean you had some successor chapters that are way cooler yeah. i mean like black templars came from Piro fist which is my least favorite chapter and Black Templars are a lot cooler. Yeah, um, they're awesome. Sons of Medusa are really cool. I do like Sons of Medusa a oh, lot. Man, those guys are badass. Yeah, yeah, those, those ones are really I cool. I mean, Blood Angels are cool anyways, but also Flesh Terrors are probably cooler. Way cooler. Oh, Flesh Stars. Flesh Stars are, are way cooler. But the thing is, is that they, they this is how successor chapters became and existed. But it, we're, we're skipping ahead here, but Bobby G eventually gets, sorry, Fulgrim slashes him. Yeah. And things happen, and shit goes down, and we're in a the Imperium's functioning, but it's not at the same time. I guess well, yeah, we're, let's, we're let's, just sending let's get, in. Let's get because I mean, as I said before, when we started this episode. I didn't want people thinking that we're going to cover the scouring because again, the scouring is ten thousand years and running. That's where I, we're I at mean, right now. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> to be honest, it's eleven thousand years. Sorry, yeah, it's eleven thousand years and running right now. That's where we're at on the scouring. But this early part of the scouring, which is what we're covering, really is going to set up almost everything else that's coming in the future. Because it was this idea of, all right, the, I'm just coming up from the, all right, I do like Gilliman a lot. So I'm coming up from the standpoint of Gilliman. You're sitting there and this entire thing that you just helped rebuild. You know, you were part of the Great Crusade. You brought all, all the worlds back into it. Everything, everything was on the up and up. And now it's, on it's a it's on fire and it's on and it's a terrible fire so what do we do well we've got a great idea what if we eliminate the chaos we rebuild we do we make all these changes yada 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 none of that really worked and well it also becomes a bastardized exact opposite of the version that you're fighting mm -hmm. for because it was supposed to be this freedom of thought i mean obviously well no, we won't talk about the, how they treated xenos but for if you were yeah. human, yeah. you you had lots of you were supposed to have these freedoms to do what you wanted to do, be who you wanted to be, serve the the empire, but go as high as you could. There's mm -hmm. equal opportunity for all. And then the Imperium became this living hell for eighty percent of the inhabitants. Exactly. I I think it's important here to talk about really what's what is happening now for the Imperium. So it is effectively now at its weakest point, I think, since the Dark Ages technology. Since the Dark Ages technology, for I mean, sure. It's there. There is, there's no functioning government. Because the, the Lords of the, 
we we mentioned the Lords of Terror a few minutes ago, and I want to dig in. The Lords of Terror were largely figureheads. They, the, the Emperor handed over the reins to them, but at the end of the day, the Emperor was still there, and they would all... Well, no, well, they had power, but the problem was is that they, they actually did have power. I'm going right. to I'm I'm contrast Please. this. The Lords of Terra had great power, but they were always held in check by the fact that the Emperor, his he didn't veto shit. He went, oh, I'll just cut that guy's head off. Yeah. And you can't stop me. It's Darth, Darth Vader, Star Wars, Episode Four. Yeah. You know, I'll just choke this guy out. Yeah. Cool. He's, he's just like, hey, man, else to say you did some nonsense. You, you went a little too far. If you went a little too far, I'll just replace you. And when I replace you, it means that I'm cutting you in half. Yeah, you don't exist anymore. Yeah. And then, oh, I forgot to mention that I also will ruin you uh, psychically. So I will murder your soul when I kill you. So it's not a great death. It's not a great death. So, But now those guys have unmitigated power. Well, they no longer have anybody. There's no, hmm? there's no checks and balances went out the, the door. Yeah. And they just have. So I have unlimited power, unchecked unlimited yeah. power. And I can do horrible things oh yeah and right. no one can stop me because i also have which the inquisition ugh, again what a trash fire i'm sorry guys but the you can like inquisitors and inquisitor chaplains Why and stuff would you? but i'm just saying everything awful stemmed from them and we have people that are utilizing this power to solidify power they're using the inquisition's power to be their own personal hitman and we're talking like, again, it wasn't a joke. There's multiple stories of Terra High Lords going, oh, John's getting too much power as my rival. I'll just murder all the planets that follow John. Yeah. It's not cool. <laughs> well, Because I think one thing I, I want to point out is these guys went from, you're right, they're no more figureheads. But they, were, they, they, they were of checked power. They're then granted unmitigated power, but the problem is that they're given granted unmitigated power at a time where half of the Imperium is dead. There, and and it's, it's on a downward swing. And so if you've ever, man, this might this might hit home for some, for some of you out there. If you ever had a boss who's who, who you work for who's in charge of a trash fire, that boss is usually a dick. Well, it's also <laughs> the thing is is that we're, we're saying that the Imperium's at its lowest point. But it's still wildly powerful. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's, it's not. It's not weak. It's but it's flailing. Is how I would describe right. it. Right. I'm saying flailing. you're at a down thing, but you're still working for Microsoft. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're there, but they are. I, just, I look at the, the Lords of Terror and I see people who were great. They're, the thing you've always wanted, which is all this power you get. But oh, they're, they're awful. But but you get every that power. single Lord of Terror. Somebody somebody correct me on this. Give me a story where a Lord of Terror wasn't the worst. Just yeah. the worst. They're yeah, by rule, I think. It's yeah, it, it, I feel like every story, every Lord of Terra has been a trash fire. Well, I guess technically, mm -hmm. um, Trajan's now a Lord of Terra. Fine. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You, yeah, that that is one. Okay, uh, but he's not. Well, he also murdered all the rest of the Lords. So. <laughs> <laughs> the next big problem that they are having, though, this is more for the Imperium, is Xenos. So. The whole time they were waging this war, what, and we're going to get into this in the next episode pretty hard, is that the Emperor, during all this stuff, the Great Crusade, I think, had almost a shadow crusade he was doing where he was killing Xenos. Whoa, 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 John. I feel like you said 
kill. <laughs> and I feel like kill is mad yeah. that you use that word because the word you meant to say was horrifically genociding Xenos. Yes. Xenos were... were kill would be you and I dueled at dawn. <laughs> what was happening was I didn't like the planet you live on. And I removed it. Yeah, no, I killed, I made sure everyone was dead. And sometimes they went back to make sure yeah, everyone yeah. was dead. And so what you have is that because of that, two of the big Xenos we're going to discuss here are orcs and Jukari, which Jukari. are the, two the worst ones to yeah, have. Well, Jukari, orcs are more of a problem because orcs are actually looking for fights. Orcs looking always to... were a problem. Yes. The problem is Jukari weren't a problem right. and now are about to become one. Well, the Jukari are a big problem, but Jakari aren't a problem. To be perfectly honest with you, they they don't feel like a problem for Marines because Not. Marines get into scraps here and there. Yeah. But like the Jakari just leave yeah. and then you leave and then the Jakari go back and go, hey man, remember when there wasn't any Marines to protect you? Like none of you guys can do anything to stop me. You're like, exactly. I literally work at, again, at the Gap. You're like, not anymore. Yeah. You work at the me doing terrible shit to you plant. Yeah. I'm about to introduce you to the homunculus coven. Yeah. And, uh, you're not going to love it. Stuff's going to happen. You're going to be real, but you're, you're going to really wish you fought me to the death. But that was the whole problem. Is that the, the Imperium now is you've got their, their entire fighting force. A bunch of them are dead. The ones who aren't dead are trying to hunt down the ones who are on the other side who aren't dead. And, and are effectively also ignoring the pleas yeah. of the common And citizens. so you've got, you've got systems that used to have, because the way it worked before this, if we go back to pre Horus Heresy, there would be a garrison, effectively, on every single planet. And, it, and that garrison might have space marines, but they could get space marines to the planet. Kind of at a moment's notice, almost. So yeah. they, they, you had enough guys where, unless it was a giant invasion, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a Gazgul style, and yeah. our, you know, yeah. if, it wasn't, if it wasn't yep. just a gigantic invasion, you would put up a fight long enough where someone would show up and wreck whoever's messing with and, you. Believe me, obviously we're going to talk about Drew, Drew Carr a little bit, but that's just, that's, that was always Drew Carr's problem. The Drew Carr would pop out of a webway. They'd come in real hard on the Raiders and the Venoms. They're going to hit you. They're going to grab people. But they didn't have a lot of time because once they, they showed up, the phone call went out and the Space Marines came down. The Space Marines Yeah, they, they were doing the, the movie heist out of a bank. Where they're yeah. like, we got two minutes for the yeah, people to show up. Go, 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 go. Now, all of a sudden, they go and do those same raids because the Jukari don't know and, what's going on. And also, on. nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Jukari show up, and they're like, we got to go, go, go. And then they try to leave, and they go, hey, man, no one came. Yeah, yeah no one's shooting back at us. Should we? Let's give it a couple minutes to the point where, like, let's just hang out for a little bit. And now they're just kind of sitting around, like, next to the webway and just going, do we just do a second raid? Yeah. Do we just go murder more people? Yeah, like, right, I guess like I got nothing on my calendar. And like, you know, another month into the raid, and then. Being Jukari, I assume they just get bored and go, all right, let's try another one. But this begins to open up. So if we talk about the Lords of Terra, this is this is the problem they're having is these types of raids are happening. And we're using orcs and Jukari because they're the ones who exist in 41K. But they're, they're 40K, but it's 41. There are a ton of other Xenos all over this who are in, in a small system and also, who are doing this. Weirdly enough, way worse, some of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing this. So now you've got worlds are burning from invasion. And Eldar are also starting to come back into the picture now, too. It's not just Drukari, but you also do have Eldar, who are now kind of, you know, the craft worlds are Well, the craft worlds are, like, doing Eldar stuff, which means that they're looking into the future and going, if we prune this branch, yep. and sometimes you live on that branch, 
and they go, yeah, but you're eventually going to be chaos. So we're, so we're just going to kill you now. And you're like, but I'm not chaos now. You're like, yeah, but in like a hundred years you'll be. You're like, I won't live a hundred years. I live 50 yeah. this time. You're like, know, sorry, like- man, but we're going to have to kill you now because, you know, your great grandchild is going to be chaos. You're like, I-, I don't feel great about this. But there's no, the issue is that because of the scouring is going on and all the problems, there's no defense for this, which of course leads invariably to the next big problem, which was rebellion. Which also, because as you, if you're sitting there, if you're part of the Imperium and you're getting this note, hey, you got to produce the, this tithe to the Lord of the Terror. You have to do all this stuff to them and pay them all these pieces. Okay, great. But in return, you're going to give me like protection, all that stuff. You're getting nothing. Yeah, totally. But, oh, but, but also the, the worlds that are worst are the ones that could have been chaos. A legion went by and again killed what two-thirds of the population on average yeah. and then left and went, go back to doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you're like, hey, man, I got a lot of animosity towards yeah. this. How about you go screw yourself? And then exactly. a guy goes, hey, man, I've got a way to get back at them. And you're like, yeah, I'm down with whatever you say. <laughs> like, this is a terrible idea, but also I'm super angry because, you know, like everyone I know doesn't is unalived right now. World's correctly said, hey, man, screw the Imperium. I'm out. And so well, now you've got worlds because you mentioned them falling to chaos. I'm saying the ones who didn't even fall to chaos, the ones who just were like, yeah, we're in an, we're an independent body now. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah, well, yeah, but what are you going to do about it? You're going to spend the Space Marines? They're yeah. busy. You're going to spend your well, Imperial they had- Navy? They're busy. Who are you going to send to come tell me Come tell me what you, what you, what you want me to do? Nobody. Cool. Then I'm going to go do what I want to do. But effectively. Because what we'll get into kind of in later episodes is that these worlds, so half of, you know, when we talk about the Horus Heresy and the other half of the world's leaving and Gilman's plan of rebuilding, you need a lot of logistics. You need food. You need steel. Not that it's steel. Ceramite. You need all these. You need all these pieces. So a world that would say, "Hey, you have to produce a thousand bushels of hay." And I'm using a very incorrect term here. <laughs> now you go into them and saying, "Hey, I know you're doing a thousand bushels of hay, and I know a bunch of you were dead, but we need to have fifteen hundred or two thousand bushels of hay now." Also, with one yeah. third the workforce. Yeah, one of the workforce. And you need to do it today. And yeah. they're just saying, well, and also we'll kill the rest yeah. of you if you don't. Yeah, and what happens if I don't? But okay, but while I'm doing it, I'm getting raided by like all these different forces. Oh, yeah. you need to fight them off while, yourself too. And eventually they went, screw this. I'm not sending you crap. Yeah, you know, I'm I, doing my. I own can thing. actually hire some guys yeah. to protect me if I give all of my stuff to them instead. Yeah. And then I stop dying, so I'm gonna go yeah. with that. And one. also they've been meeting some of the other Xenos, which aren't just the Psycho Xenos, which are just like, hey, you guys want to hang out with us? Yeah. And we'll just, you know, we and can, also the Eldar were doing quite a bit of that, to be perfectly honest yeah, with you. Eldar started trading mm-hmm. with the Imperium at this point in time because of the fact that multiple planets, not just planets, systems were like, yeah, man, like there's not big giant power soldier guys to immediately kill you if you mm-hmm. are Xenos and no one's protecting me. And you guys said you would trade with me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to not die this Is week. Is this the origin of the Rogue Trader? Kind of, yeah. Let's say there's the origin of Rogue Trader, which is... It, 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 this is a, it's before and after it's this. Before. I feel but this, this is, is kind a, of the origin. Yeah. You obviously had... We know this, this is the mass Rogue Trader because you get the people that just yeah. would trade with anybody. But the the ability to trade with people was once we stopped having coordinated murder all Xenos. Yeah. That's when you were I mean, able to trade well, with I guess Xenos. we would have had it during like the 
pre-crusade obviously we pre-crusade it existed on. that's what, that's why i was saying the rogue yeah. trader it's existed weird... but then it kind of didn't yeah and then after the Horus heresy they kind of just came back and went okay no one's gonna kill us cool and if someone came to you and you're trading with with we'll use the eldar i'm trading with the eldar and my trade is i help give them supplies this kind of stuff and they keep eliminating all my enemies and you come to me and say you can't trade with them and i say to you were you gonna limit my enemies no i'm not screw you rebellion yep so i'm gonna i'm gonna bail the last one though that i do think we should touch on here before we kind of bail out of this is fear and this goes what we've been discussing throughout a lot of this fear this is as a citizen of the imperium this is one of the most fearful times to be alive in thousands of years. which is how the inquisition actually happens though mm -hmm. because people i mean this goes to humans right now everyone's afraid of the unknown you don't know if there's going to be another big war Mm -hmm. You were isolated from information for somewhere between five and 10, right. 15, some of these more, you know, years. The whole thing was semi longer for some people. Again, we also have warp time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so but the, but the bigger thing storms. is, it's like yeah. you may or may not have been conquered. You may or not have been isolated. You don't know what's going on. All you know is that terrible shit might happen to you tomorrow. You know what you should do? Let whoever it is make that stuff not happen. Does it make my life suck? Well, yeah, but we're going to weed out those people that would do bad things to you. Aren't you doing bad things to me? Don't talk about that. That's just, unimportant. That's unimportant. That's unimportant. You just, you, you let us take care of the, well, the things. The note I left here is who can you trust? And that became, I think, the overarching story of the entire Imperium is who can you trust? Well, and the thing is, is I want to go on to one of the notes that John has, and this is why I kind of want to branch on this, is the Emperor is dead, but the Emperor is not dead. The Emperor tried... put it in quotation marks. No, 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 but th this is where it becomes terrible, because the Emperor becomes literally the thing that he was fighting against, because the Emperor died... Yep. And effectively for the populace, which is what the Inquisition says, the Emperor died but was ascended to better. The Emperor is a god now. The Emperor is defeating chaos personally, which now he kind of is. But at the yeah, time, that's fair. at the time, the Emperor is just holding at bay the problems. Sorry, uh, Magnus, you, you didn't do anything wrong, but you did ruin a lot of things. Yeah. So... The uh, the emperor's pretty busy. He's a he's a carcass on a throne, and he's got some shit he's got to take care of, and he's also fragmented with his psyche, and he's everywhere. Yeah. You're like, hey man, you have to make sure that chaos doesn't destroy the entire galaxy, and uh, also you got to take care of about twenty two thousand other things, and also your personality got shattered into a billion shards. Yeah. Um, can you take care of all that tomorrow? <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's the thing. So, as a citizenry, like, what do you go? What do you do? And now you've got the Inquisition. It's, it's worship now. And they're telling you that, you know, to turn on to turn on each other. And you've got this. In, but it's because. I, the, I, I, I'm be, well, I was you're beset on all sides. I've got Xenos attacking me. I've got rebellions attacking me. I've got space marines. Are they a space marine? Should, I mean, think about it this way. Like, if you're 
If a space marine ship appears, or a fleet, appears in orbit. You don't know whether you're getting killed or whether you're getting saved. Exactly. And the thing is, is that that's why the Inquisition now becomes the shining light, because they said the Emperor protects, the Emperor saves. That's all you need to yeah. have. You, you need to take everything you had to think about and condense that into the Emperor saves, the emperor oh, and or just the Emperor blank yeah and just move on with your life you know i'll do all your thinking for you don't worry about this we got this, i got right? this because people are afraid yeah. and they have a right to be demons exist man now and that's the thing as a world any moment your world can completely collapse die pick your turn right? you like the boogeyman's a real person mm -hmm. he lives like three streets down <laughs> like he, he's not like an like a, a thing you tell the kids like, I saw him yesterday driving down the street. Like, he's a real thing. From a lore standpoint, the reason this matters is that this is, we're talking 10,000 years before the current state of 40K. And I think anyone listening to this can follow along of, oh, it's been this way for a while. You know, it, it, and it gets worse. It started bad and, and got worse. Way worse. What this leads a rise to is a term called the Imperial Treaty. Which is where I kind of already went. Yeah. Which is literally, you, and this is, I mean, Stalin-esque. I mean, it's, if you want to go real things, you have to swear allegiance to the state in a comical way. But, like, it's, it is, you have to be all-encompassing. And the, the problem is, is this becomes, it doesn't become the norm right away. But it becomes the, like, that's so this, just this how it works. This whole space is, is setting the stage for what is modern 40K of, you know, everything is about the emperor. You worship the, worship the, the god emperor, all these things. Because as a member of the Imperium, I have three choices. Choice one is to rebel and be an independent body. Choice two is to join chaos. Be a heretic. Yeah, it'd be a heretic. And choice three is to, is to declare fealty to the Imperium and hope that they protect But they only... The, no, but the thing is, is that you, you're you're downselling though, because declaring fealty isn't just, hey man, I'm on your side right now. Oh. You know what I'm a fan of? I'm a big fan of living in the United States. You know what I didn't have to do? Declare my body and soul to the yeah. United States, and also sign something that says, if I ever go against the wishes of the U.S. I'm totally okay with being tortured and killed instantly. Yeah. And every Imperial citizen knows now that, well, in the, the modern world of 40K, that's just how it is, man. This is, and for those of you who did, this is where it started. This was it. And it came out of fear. It came out of this piece of, because that was, you want to live and you would basically ask yourself, which are the three things, which of these three options would make me live? Now, falling to chaos, you technically do die, but chaos isn't going to tell you that. The rebellion one seems like a, it might, if you're, if you're in a system that's got a lot of old tech and weaponry, maybe it works. Also, you may not have been contacted for a long time. Yeah, you might, or you might just be close to an Eldar craft world that's, that, that you can trade with. Wait, which protection. is fairly significant. Yeah, that would actually help a lot. Those are kind of yours, but otherwise, if you're just kind of on a on the northern fringe, man. And also, for those of you who don't realize, the Necrons haven't come back yet, and the Tyranids haven't hit the galaxy. Yep, and so there's a lot. And more also, bad you coming. might have. And for a lot of these citizens in this time, 
there's a good chance you saw a Marine fairly recently and seeing a Marine will make you shit your pants. Like if you're just some, if you're Brad Chester and I go, Oh, cool. Dante just showed up. Yeah, man, I'm doing whatever that dude said because I'm real terrified of that thing that just rolled by. He is a significantly tougher than anybody I've ever met. And this is where the, the Imperium becomes the modern, where everything shifts over to war. Effectively, you it's were just at, it's it only it's a war machine. With us or you're against us. It's it's also we only we are at a constant state of martial law, mm-hmm. but it's not even it's martial law times one thousand. It's yeah. exponential. Uh, it's we the Imperium only exists as a war machine right now. Mm-hmm. In the modern 40k, in the Imperium, okay, actually, I don't know if modern 40k, the Imperium could exist not as a war machine. Oh, it could because it is. That's the whole thing. That this is what this is what we talked about at the end of the episode. When you we hear about the scouring, you go online, you look it up. It, it's referred to as a period of time, and I just you read, and the more you read about it, and you pull the codexes, and you read the, the novels. It never ended. It just, th- there was a beginning to it. Which just becomes what the Imperium is. Yeah, which the Imperium, the Imperium is, is a wartime economy. Hmm? And that's the only way it works, though, is because of that fact. So with that, I think we'll break this episode and we're going to get ready for our next one. So what Brett and I have had a lot of discussions and about what we should cover next. And we, we agreed that I think the next big thing we're going to jump into, because we did the Orc coverage, which was great. We loved it. We want to go back into Imperium, and we want to start with a very interesting faction, which is the Dark Ages. It's about to get a codex. Yeah, they're about to get a codex, or you're listening to this you know, later on, they already got a codex, whatever. But the <laughs> Who knows is, when it's coming out? Maybe yeah, never. The, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, there's, always, there's always a codex coming. We're going to go to the Dark Angels. And the reason we're going to go to the Dark Angels, the Dark Angels actually are a really good story arc that lines up a lot of stuff that we've been talking well, about. Well, there's a lot of bridges that come right now from them. And so... That's where we're going to go next. You'll be a multi-episode cast, so at least three under the Dark Angels. So please join us for that. In the meantime, our Discord is getting larger. Our Facebook group are there. Please come and join those. Also, if you could subscribe to the podcast and like the podcast. Or it makes a big it, deal. It makes a big deal for us because it helps us with our, our, our metrics. This podcast is doing very well right now. Brad and I could not be Don't happy. ruin us. Yeah. But if you could help us out, we're not asking for anything other than just a, a simple comment, like, and subscribe on Spotify. If you engage with us at all, it just helps a lot for the analytics. It gets us pushed out to more people, and we just love to be able to talk to, literally talk to more people about this. It's something we love. It's the only reason we're doing it. With all that, again, I'm John Barsari. This is Brad Chester. This guy. Thank you for joining. We'll see you next week.